Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Today I'll be sharing my top 15 high-growth dividend stocks for the month of December. These are all high-quality companies that I believe are good long-term investments. The objective of this list is focused on total return. This is somewhat of an unconventional approach to dividend investing. Most dividend investors focus on dividend yields. And while it's probably the most popular approach, it's not the only one. While I personally like the concept of dividend investing, I have not forgotten the importance of total returns, especially for those of us that still have a relatively long window of investing ahead of us. If you're in retirement or near retirement, cash flow is probably the driving factor of your investment decisions. But if you have 10 or 20 or even 30 years to go before you retire, you should ask yourself, would you rather have a million dollar portfolio that produces $50,000 of annual dividend income? or a $2.5 million portfolio that produces the same $50,000 of annual dividend income, I would choose the latter. There's no guarantee that you can attain either of these two outcomes, but deciding between a focus on yield or growth will dictate which outcome you are aiming for. I personally combine both a high yield and a high growth approach, but my portfolio is skewed in favor of high growth, and for me that makes sense. It may or may not for you. But if you would like to increase your dividend growth and total return, maybe you'll find value in my monthly watchlist. So without further ado, let's take a look at the 15 chosen stocks for December. And after I'll talk about past performance, and how a buy and hold approach to this watch list is working out. There are 4 changes in the top 15 list this month. Amphenol, Applied Materials, LAM Research, and Texas Instruments have dropped off the list, and are replaced by 4 new high growth dividend stocks, that I will identify as we go through the list. In order of quality rank, we have Charles Schwab as the number 1 pick this month. The stock currently offers a 0.9% dividend yield and appears to be about 13% overvalued right now. I am forecasting a 19.49% annual return for the stock over the next 5 years. This forecast accounts for the current potential overvaluation and the low current dividend yield. The stock has been on the watch list for the last 10 consecutive months with a very strong 51.75% total return. It has certainly been one of the better performing stocks on the watch list. Second, we have United Healthcare, that sports a slightly better 1.28% dividend yield, and appears to be about 8% overvalued. I am forecasting a more modest 13.52% annual return for the stock over the next 5 years. United Healthcare has also been on the watch list for the last 10 consecutive months, with a good 34.61% total return. Third, we have Lowe's, with a 1.29% dividend yield, and a potential 21% overvaluation. I am forecasting a 16.88% annual return for the stock over the next 5 years. Lowe's has been on the watches for 14 out of the last 15 months, with a 21.27% total return. The stock has a very good recent history, as it tacked on about 21% during October and November. Fourth this month we have Morgan Stanley, with the most attractive dividend yield on the list of 2.88% and a potential 34% undervaluation. My forecasted annual return for the stock is 18.64% over the next 5 years of which a significant portion is a return to fair value. Morgan Stanley has been on the watches for 5 out of the last 6 months, with a pretty flat return thus far of 0.27%. Fifth this month is MSCI, that returns to the watches after a 1 month hiatus. They have a rather low dividend yield of 0.64%, and are potentially about 39% overvalued right now. But the forward-looking annual return assumption of 13.32% still makes the stock a valid candidate for my portfolio. 
MSCI has been on the watches for 14 of the last 15 months, with a very strong total return of 79.38%. In 6th place we have Activision Blizzard, that is going through a rough period right now. The share price has declined nearly 40% during the last 6 months, and it doesn't seem to be flattening out from this downward spiral. They currently offer a 0.78% dividend yield, and are potentially about 30% undervalued. The stock has been on the watches for the last 7 consecutive months, with a negative 35.73% total return. I believe the company can bounce back from its current troubles, because from a financial perspective, the business is fundamentally sound. There is additional risk for the company going forward, but for me that risk is worth the potential reward of adding to my existing position at current price levels. My forecasted annual return for the stock is 20.94% over the next 5 years, with a sizable portion of the forecast attributed to the current valuation. Number 7 is Humana, with a rather low 0.65% dividend yield, but a potential 3% undervaluation. My forecasted annual return for the stock is 14.29% over the next 5 years. The company has been on the watches for the last 9 consecutive months with an 11.12% total return. The stock shed over 9% last month, pushing the share price back into undervalued territory. Number 8 this month is Visa, that returns to the watches after sitting out in November. The stock currently offers a 0.76% dividend yield, that is one of the most generous yields offered by the company during its strong history. Shares are potentially about 29% undervalued right now as the stock has a trend of 4 months of negative returns. Much of the recent drop is attributable to the public price disputes between the payment processor and Amazon. I think in the long term, Visa will continue to reward shareholders with strong returns, and I am forecasting a 25% total annual return over the next 5 years. A good portion of this forecast is attributable to the current valuation for the stock. Number 9 this month is MasterCard, which has also been negatively impacted by the public dispute between Amazon and Visa. MasterCard currently offers a 0.52% dividend yield and is about 2% overvalued. My return forecast for the stock is 26.36% per year over the next 5 years. The company has been on the watches for 14 of the last 15 months, with a very flat overall return, primarily driven by a loss of over 18% during the last 4 months. Number 10 this month is T. Rowe Price Group, that offers an attractive dividend yield for this watches of 2.09%. The stock is potentially about 19% overvalued right now. My return forecast is estimating a 14.3% total annual return over the next 5 years. Tiro has been on the watches for 14 of the last 15 months, with a very good 45.02% total return. Number 11 this month is SSNC Technologies, that returns to the watches after a 3 month break. The stock offers a 1.02% dividend yield, and is potentially about 48% undervalued right now. My return forecast is estimating a 16.18% total annual return over the next 5 years. The company appeared on the watches for 2 months and dropped off for the last 3. They have a 5.21% total return during its short tenure on the watches. Number 12 this month is West Pharma, with a very tiny dividend yield, and a pretty high overvaluation of about 66%. However, even accounting for these two factors, I am still estimating a 17.1% total annual return for the stock over the next 5 years. West Pharma has been on the watches for 13 of the last 15 months, with a modest 24.22% total return. Number 13 this month is NVIDIA, also with a very low dividend yield and a gross potential overvaluation of about 83%. But even after adjusting for the overvaluation, my forecast is still showing a 26.6% total annual return over the next 5 years. The stock has appeared on the watches for 4 out of the last 8 months, with a very strong 64.15% total return. Number 14 this month is Deere & Company, that is appearing on the watches for the very first time. The stock offers a 1.21% dividend yield and is potentially about 21% overvalued right now. My return forecast is estimating a 37.75% total annual return for the stock over the next 5 years. 
And number 15th this month is monolithic power systems, with a low 0.43% dividend yield and a potential overvaluation of about 46%. My return forecast is estimating a 17.53% total annual return for the stock over the next 5 years. The stock has appeared on the watches for 5 out of the last 9 months, with a 15.31% total return. These are my 15 high-growth dividend stocks for December. Collectively, they offer just shy of a 1% dividend yield and are potentially about 8% overvalued. Let's switch over and look at past results now. The 15 chosen stocks for November finished last month with a 0.78% return. This was 2.16% better than VIG and 1.58% better than SPY. So overall a very strong showing for the watchlist in November. Last month there were 5 potentially fairly valued or undervalued stocks on the list. And they performed very poorly, losing 6.92% last month. Year-to-date the watchlist is up 27.58%, which is 11.41% better than VIG and 4.71% better than SPY. The fairly valued and undervalued stocks are not doing as well, after the poor return for November. They are up 21.04% on the year, which is 4.87% better than VIG, but 1.83% behind SPY. Coincidentally, the annualized return for the watchlist after 15 months is the same as the current year-to-date return of 27.58%. That puts the watchlist 6.71% ahead of VIG, and 2.09% ahead of SPY and still very comfortably above my target 12% annualized return. The fairly valued and undervalued stocks are doing worse here as well. With a 22.8% annualized return, that is better than VIG, but not SPY. The main drivers of Alpha in November were NVIDIA with a 27.81% return, and LAM Research with a 20.63% return. We also benefited from notable gains by Applied Materials of 7.89%, and Monolithic Power of 5.33%. The one bad apple in November was Activision Blizzard that shed 25.05% and was the main culprit of the poor return for the fairly valued and undervalued stocks. We also had poor showings from Humana with a loss of 9.38%, Morgan Stanley with a loss of 7.74%, and Tiro Price Group with a loss of 7.81%. A better real-life representation of how this approach to investing might actually work is the buy-and-hold portfolio. A buy-and-hold portfolio for the entire watchlist lost 0.87% in November but remains 10% ahead of VIG this year, with a 26.34% return. The fairly valued undervalued buy and hold portfolio lost 2.47% in November, but remains 7% ahead of VIG this year, with a 23.19% return. The higher number of holdings in the buy and hold portfolios helps smooth out the more volatile monthly returns of the watches. On an annualized basis, both buy and hold portfolios are holding firmly at just north of 27%, which is a phenomenal place to be 15 months in. Going back to the watches for a moment. While I look at my forecasted returns to help drive my investing decisions, I am not expecting that any of these 15 stocks will actually hit these targets. The forecasts are just assumptions, and I believe they help narrow down my long list of quality dividend-paying stocks to a more manageable number that has the potential to collectively beat the rest of the stocks over the coming years. A buy-and-hold investing approach is really the ideal route to take with dividend stocks. I believe that identifying quality companies is crucial to long-term success and additionally finding the right entry point, which is probably the hardest part of investing. 54 unique stocks have filtered through this watchlist over the last 15 months, and many of them have continued to offer strong total returns to shareholders, well beyond their tenure on the watchlist. A buy-and-hold portfolio will benefit from this trend, and of course also be exposed to the possibility of negative returns. If a stock falls off the watchlist but continues to deliver strong returns, that is fantastic. But if it doesn't, and in fact the share price declines, it may reappear on the watchlist and again present a good opportunity to add more capital. This method of investing has worked well for me, but that's because I am comfortable with this process and I fully understand and accept the risks and shortcomings of the strategy. 
You need to do what's right for you. But please feel free to borrow what you like from my approach. Thank you for joining me today. If you'd like to consume this content in a video format, you are welcome to visit my YouTube channel. Just search for Long Acres Finance on YouTube and you'll find more of me. If you'd like to reach me directly, you can do so by emailing me at longacresfinance at gmail.com. If you would like to support this channel, you can do so on Patreon and unlock the additional benefits offered there. Thank you for being here and have a wonderful day.